Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OP is OP. I'm the Super Rookie Jacob, and this is Super Veteran Justin. Yo. And this week is a special one. The first part you'll hear is our discussion and reaction to 1044 that was actually released initially for our patrons on Patreon. And the second part will be our current day discussion on 1045, which should be released when the chapter officially releases, right? Sunday? Yes, so, we're going to release this Sunday morning. Yeah, so it's a really special one. Um, this week is a little special because I got personal stuff going on where I'm moving and it's just trying to keep the time on a limit. But for now, we got some time to squeeze in some discussion and, you know, we just figured, why not? Let's tr- drop a nice little, nice little gift for you guys. Thanks for supporting, supporting us, uh, listening to us, and we'll talk about some recent chapters, you know? And it was one hell of a chapter. Oh, hell yeah, it was. And we realized, too, that we can't do just 1045. We have to do, like, let's do 1024. 1044 was the big And also, one. for the record, for those of you who are patrons and already heard our 1044 discussion, we'll put a timestamp in the description so you can skip straight ahead to the 1045. Unless you want Absolutely. to re-listen to 1044. You know, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy our discussion of 1044 and 1045. This is Chapter 1044 discussion for the patrons on Patreon. Um, heavy spoilers. We are not holding back whatsoever. As soon as we do our countdown, we're gonna just opening it up with big words as usual. So you get your what your three second warning basically. Three, two, one. Gear five, Joy Boy. It's happened. You totally called it. We, we <laughs> kind of called it. That was that at least was right. Mm-hmm. Other things yeah. were uh, very wrong. Yeah, I was personally really happy with the. Uh, Actually, just like the reaction too, because I was worried that whenever we up with our discussions of like how cartoony and wacky the uh, the One Piece pirates tend to be, right? Especially like Usopp and Luffy, I felt like I was overplaying it by saying like, "Oh, it reminds me of Looney Tunes, reminds me of old Western cartoons." And now we literally have Joy Boy looking like the mask, the Jim Carrey movie that came out in the nineties, yeah. I think. And it's just like, yeah, it's just straight up like. The gear five is you have the power to what change the laws of physics and use your imagination. Yeah, your own the, mind the most ridiculous the power in the world, right? Yep. It's it's not yeah, exactly. It's not described as the most powerful, not the most OP, not the most busted, it's described as the most ridiculous power in the world, <laughs> according to the elders. And it's, he, he can turn other things to rubber now, it looks like. It he seems looks, to do that with the ground at, at the end yeah, of the chapter. Rubber, rubbery, cartoony, yeah. Because uh, that was probably the best part where he was ripping the floor up. And he was using it like, he was like flicking it like a bed sheet to repel the blast back or something. And <laughs> and Kaido is just really happy because he's just like, I I didn't get gypped of a victory, I could fight you proper. <laughs> yeah, so I, let's like, I guess we'll start where, or I guess we are starting by talking about kind of the powers themselves which i'm okay with i Mm. think i think it's good in the sense that it's not just a a generic power up and it kind of kind of brings you back a little bit to those goofy roots of one piece which i at least i think that's where we're going it's still kind of hard to say but i've seen a lot of people have been saying the looney tunes comparison and i can Mm -hmm. i can kind of see that here that could be a thing he's doing some wacky stuff like you know lifting up the ground as a shield so if we see more of that, I could see that being a good thing. And yeah. kind of like the perfect final form for a Luffy. Yeah, thematically, it's incredibly appropriate. Um, I think I made it clear where I'm not personally a big fan of like Gear 4. I didn't like the aesthetic of how it looked. I thought I would grow into it. it I never did, unfortunately. But then I soon as I see Joy Boy, which is, you know, almost like Super Saiyan Luffy. I'm not going to lie. But it has like that Greek god, like curly cloud, like aesthetic to it a little bit. So it really is like a sun god look. And it's like, this actually does look appropriate. And on top of that, the power does seem thematically correct as well. Yeah, I I think those people, the Sun Wukong people were like pretty close. It seems comparative. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you get your uh, heaven check where it's like, all right, did you get the right god? No, no, sun god. You guys got close. You guys got close. Get in there. there. That's how Oda (laughs) tricked us by making it a mythical zone of a fake mythical figure that he created himself. Right, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that we were gonna get there, not easily yeah. at least. Looking back on it, I do think that Nika, the Sun God itself, that idea was kind of introduced pretty recently. Whereas like Joy Boy, we've been building up to since what, like Fishman Island, Fishman Island, or even Skypia, if you want to stretch it up that far. Yeah. But um, the name of Nika, it really got like wasn't it dropped by like one of the officers in Wano just 
almost casually explained to like a, the name Nika. Yeah, the sun god. Yeah, Nika. we we literally just heard it from um, the who's who? Who's who? Yeah, yeah. So that's like the only part that's kind of strange because I thought it would be model Joy Boy, but I think that's kind of implying in the world building stage where it's yeah, like yeah, Joy Boy seems more like like the title, which we kind of some people expected or thought, you know, theorized. Yeah. I think the uh, the indication is that Nika was the original, the origin of the of this power, this fruit, and Joy Boy was the last big name to wield this power. I think that's what they're oh, implying with the world that's building. That's curious. Yeah, okay, yeah. that could be, that's cool. Like, he was the first person or maybe just the last person that awoke in it, Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during that void that history, sense. you know. Yeah, the last one to cause a big stir in the world government, you know. And then Nika was the actual original sun god that he, you know, wielded for himself. But... Yeah, right. this whole th- just thing just feels so great. It felt natural. Like, when it happened, I didn't feel like, that's kind of a stretch. Because whenever there's a transformation in Shonen, you really have to sell it that it feels natural. And the fact that it's gear five, it's like he's literally breaking the fourth wall of, like, the four gears <laughs> to, yeah. do, to change the laws of things. Like, it feels incredibly right. And I just love the action where even Kaido has, like, his eyes bulging out of his face. And then he's being whacked around like Bam Bam from Flintstones. Dude, oh my and- god. Yeah, the power up. Jesus. <laughs> he turned into Popeye, bro. Like, he's just yeah, but, whacking him. Yeah, and then he's even happy. Kind of just like, I'm so glad you're alive. <laughs> we can finish this fight proper. And then, yeah, just Luffy just reacting. So, there's still that little worry, right? That even though this is Luffy, it it's still that little fear that we kind of brought up last week, too, where that this is still Luffy, right? Is he actually being it, influenced? It seems to be. I'll a little say. bit, right? A little bit. I would say if if I had to choose, I would say it's still Luffy right now. Right now, yeah. So the the worry is when he's using this form, or because he awakened the uh the true power of not the Gomu Gomu fruit, but it's actually now what was it officially called? Just a human. The Hito human fruit. Hito no Mi model Nika. Yeah, yeah. So human human fruit, but the Nika model. That's the very that's the key important part. The Nika model. Yeah. Um. So that's a big thing people were pointing out, too, where it's like, oh, my God, we were lied to for the last, like, 1,040 chapters, where it's like, it's not a gum gum fruit. Well, it's like, it's a rubber property still. It's just the name. This is why I have trust issues, man. (laughs) Yeah, this is why I can't can't trust any theories, not your authors. But, um, shoot, where were they just at? But, yeah, that's just this big revelation of this big secret being revealed. Um, But, yeah, just the big concern is, I really do hope it's not, like, this destined thing where this personality overtakes it because the the elders did confirm like during this, you know, the exposition sequence where it's like all the Zoan types have a mind of their own. Right. So, and then when they're awakened, you can't get that. So the fear is still kind of there. So we'll have to see as the chapters progress. Yeah. It, we have to, we have to see, like you say, I personally, I don't think it's going to go that way. As I said last time, I still yeah. feel pretty confident. I think we're getting even more evidence now. This chapter, it definitely doesn't seem like he's possessed. I, I would say like 100 percent almost. He's not. Yeah, it feels like he's naturally feeling like it's almost like a natural stimulant, right? That's where like I'm not completely fearful because he's like, oh, I, I, sh- I lost, but I feel so happy now. And he starts naturally laughing, kind of thing. I don't feel like this is Joy Boy talking. I feel like this is still Luffy, but you know, you just can't help but feel a little worried because. You know, the shonen tropes, and Luffy does look a lot different. He looks more like Nika. But at the same time, he's still acting like Luffy. But I think we're going to get our answer sooner than later, because, like, the last... The feeling text... that, I'm, that I get, and just from the story and the themes in general, is that you needed to be someone like Luffy to awaken this fruit. You need to be someone who's, you know, that... What's the right correct term? It's not innocent it's not naive it's more like i guess humble in nature where you're not limited to like the pragmatic nature of like most of the people around you you're more like oh i'm just here to have fun kind of thing yeah kind of that carefree nature that luffy has yeah so like in an alternate universe if someone like nami were to eat the fruit it would not ever awaken because she's very pragmatic right yeah never like notice no disrespect to her but it's like it just wouldn't work so this kind of property would only fit for someone like luffy Who's just, you know, who wants to have this fun adventure and someone who can now, I guess, feel free to fully express through his powers. Um, the aesthetics of it, like I mentioned before, I feel like it's very perfect because Gear 4 I never got used to. But this is like, this feels really great. He's the it first introduction. Good. 
yeah, he's smiling, he's laughing, he's not like this weird, bulky, tanky dude with, like, the hockey-infused arms and tiny legs, but I understood the nature of it, and it was fun to see it in action, but when you're looking at it, it's like, it just didn't look that good. This one's like, I love seeing it in action, and I love it when he's not even in action. He's just constantly laughing, having a good time. Our, our Greek god over here. So how are we feeling about Red Hawk? Are we thinking that's a sun god thing? I Probably. think that's... I, now that I think, back, think about that, it's because um, it's the, the limitations of the imagination, but because the elders confirmed it, it actually explains all those little issues where, yeah, where we had with a lot of those problems where, how did he do that? Is that hockey infusement, but he's not eating the, he didn't eat the ace fruit, so how does he have these firepowers? And it's like, I think that's literally a part of this fully realized uh, Nikov model. Where it's literally him using his imagination, where he's like, no, I'm going to use this because I saw my brother do it, and it's in so, his honor. So Luffy was literally stupid enough to, to like repair holes in his chest because he drank some milk or, or ate some meat. That's uh, that's a little weirder, because Brooke did that, too. That's a little stranger. <laughs> that, that could just yeah, be a one with, thing. Only with bones, though. You know, yeah. milk is good for your bones. Yeah, it, it could just be a Noda thing. But I'm thinking actually more like... Brooks never uh, had an injury like Luffy has recovered from. Like, literally impaled. Oh, you're thinking about Arabasta, right? Yeah, Where, and then, you know, he's like, I'm good now, I ate some meat. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get to. could be yeah, argued well, at this point that that is a side effect of his imagination, right? His believing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly, because he's like, oh, I saw it in a comic book once or a cartoon where it's like, yeah, I just got to bandage it up and then it just won't bleed out. But it's not going to be perfect, I got to be careful. So... It's always been there where he had that, you know, that child mentality of fighting, but it's also at the same time it proves to his benefit. And in this case, it's like, yeah, it explains all those moments, I guess, on a world building level or like a <laughs> devil fruit level where it's like, no, that's actually improper. That's why even the elders are going, this is a ridiculous power, because if in your mind you think this is good enough, it will be good enough. Um, yeah, I've heard people complaining also now, oh yeah, like heard- literally, I've just seen a bunch of comments. And I guess I've also seen people referencing these people that are mm-hmm. saying that now it doesn't make sense that, people, that the government didn't try to hunt Luffy down harder. And Which I, is... I disagree. I, disagree I think yeah, yeah, I think we're... Uh, those people are generally underestimating how hard it is to travel through the ground line or track someone's journey through the grand line. Yeah, or overestimating the ability to track down a single person in a massive world, in a, mass, in a whole planet. Where you don't have telephones. You have snail phones, but they're limited. You don't have internet capability. You don't have GPS. You have people who are, like, scouting, right? You just have people sailing the seas, scouting with their own telescopes. And then if they do find the straw hats, right, they report back. And even then, it did seem like they were just kind of gauging, right, the threat of, like, oh, this person has, like, a rubber power. That could be that could be it, but let's keep an eye on it. But for now, they're like, oh, they're just in the east blue. They're not doing too much crazy stuff. Okay, they left Locktown. Okay, Monkey D. Dragon did save him. Okay, let's track him. But, you know, there's other shit going on just because they think this there's might like, be the fruit. There's a lot of devil fruit that could achieve a similar effect that we've seen in the story. Treble's devil fruit, Kazakuri's devil fruit. And, you know, so none of the lower level Marines either know to look out for that. So I'm sure yeah. it took them quite a while to realize even that Luffy was a rubber man. Probably until Marineford. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, too, where it's like there was a time where the government thought that Luffy was just, you know, out of action or gone for two years because, yeah, he was. He was just training on an island for two years. So they're just like, oh, it's just quiet. What are we going to do? Our, you know, what are we going to do now? And it's like, well, they're also running a government of the entire world. They can't just be concerned with one person the entire time. They got to keep the stability somehow. It's it's kind of like it sounds like we're kind of like covering for Oda here, but it's also like, well, no, it's I, I not actually legitimately feel this way. Yeah, I, I think it, would, it still makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't think it's that easy to track down one person. But yeah, I saw actually a few of those comments, too, where it's like, like it makes no sense now why if they knew this was a threat. And I think, no, remember, I also think that they didn't quite understand or they had suspicions, but they weren't sure. But it also leans into a possible theory that after, you know, the Reverie arc, remember, one of the very curious panels was Shanks visiting the Elders. Shanks, of all people. Yeah. Going, I need to talk to you about someone. So and are then, we... Another point that he was talking about Luffy. Yeah, so that's the theory now. That's the strongest theory right now. Is like he definitely was talking about Luffy and going like your suspicions of if he ate that fruit, right? The the Nika model why, fruit. Why would he tell them that though? And that's the issue too, right? Yeah. Where it's like, why would Shanks tell him that? But if Unless that is the theory, theory, that's a thing. 
Yeah, and so if you do believe that, it does line up with, oh, but after he told him that, the world government definitely took a lot more desperate measures to, you know, get CP0 in there. Hey, you're going to have to piss off Kaido, but I don't care what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to make sure Luffy dies in that fight. Make him, you know, at least transfer that power to the fruit so there's, you know, no one has it right now. We can't risk Joy Boy Awakening. That fails particularly. Mm-hmm. But... Again, it kind of ties into the whole intrigue and interest of how the world government's trying to keep order in the world and unfortunately failing because it's their own hubris, thinking that, oh, we got everything. We got everything under control, but no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. So, yeah. So as we go on and on, uh, we'll see more as it unfolds. Because, again, we still have the Navy still sailing there. Like, Zunisha is obviously in the way, but they can still do shit. The arc's not over. Even though the text at the very last page says uh, the battle reaches its finale, next issue cover and color spread, which sounds like, yeah, next chapter sounds I mean, like it could be the finale of the I fight. I doubt and, that Kaido's going to go down that quickly. But we also don't know how powerful Joy Boy is when all limits are are dropped. Right? And I have heard some com- pretty compelling arguments that perhaps they won't fight to an end, but something else will end the arc, you know? It's plausible for me that uh, Luffy will have the edge, but something occurs, like maybe the Marines, right? Or or maybe Blackbeard shows up. Blackbeard, yeah. Yeah, and so they have to turn their attention to that. Um, I also don't think that this is like a perfect form because it's in between like Luffy's laughter. Uh, You you see like the pants, like like he's breathing still heavily in between the laughter. So like, I don't know if he's laughing so hard that he has to breathe in between or he's still really fucking hurt because, you know, he almost died or he did die. Uh-huh. So, I don't know how this form will be limited. Because I know that whenever, like, a new form is introduced, Oda's always sure to go, no, if he's in it for too long, he's out of commission for a long time. Gear 4 had that, and now we're having Gear 5. So, what are going to be the limits for this form? Um, last time I mentioned, oh, maybe Luffy will straight up not want to go in this because maybe he won't like it. It looks like he's enjoying it quite a bit, so that's out the window. But... I'm wondering if there's like a physical limitation to this, just like Gear Four, because he seems or a drawback of some kind. A drawback of some kind, yeah. And if it's gonna be like some BS, like oh, your lifespan will shrink the more you use it, it's like that's a shonen thing. People use that all the time, and <laughs> no one's keeping track of the lives <laughs> of the years lost. Yeah, we got that in Naruto when they said, oh, whenever he gets four tails or more, he's gonna lose time on his life. That shit didn't matter. <laughs> didn't matter. Yeah, or like when Goku uses Kaioken, right? Where you get more exhausted or tired. I don't think they actually, for that case, I don't think they mentioned he would, you know, have a shorter lifespan. But, you know, you know what I mean. Um, Like an actual limitation, not just like, oh, he will just die sooner. So, we'll see. But yeah, Joy Boy is here. Probably the craziest fucking moment in One Piece so far. Glad I've caught up in time for this shit. It was it was insane. This is insane. There's like uh, there's so much more in this chapter as well. Just yeah, we, we got a, an official reveal or confirmation now that Devil Fruits carry wills, which mm-hmm. that was quite interesting as well. Yeah. Also, you had you brought up a little, uh, a funny thought too yesterday when you're uh, texting me on Discord, where it's like, all right, so he also has a human human fruit like Chopper. So hear me out. Rumble balls. Yeah, yeah rumble balls. <laughs> I want to see it. What what would it do? And it's like, well, to Luffy's imagination, he'd probably think he'd be Popeye. <laughs> Eat a pump a rumble ball, you just hear the fucking music. He just gets the big anchor arms and starts going all out. Because, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, because at, at this point, point, yeah, at this point, Gear 5 is just basically, if you've seen the cartoon and you've seen the violent humor that came afterwards, it's possible now with Luffy. I mean, uh, like... Luffy literally like blows his arm up, like mm-hmm. you know that's like a Popeye thing. Oh yeah, that was a gear, and that was a gear three. Yeah, that yeah. was a gear three. <laughs> it's like that's the really basis that. of one of his power ups. Like this is not that out of out of character for you yeah. know, Oda. Because also some he, people don't like this, and I just I just don't understand why. I think it's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, because it just it fits the nature of what Oda's always wanted to do. Because I remember um, someone brought it up on the uh, the comments on that subreddit. Where it was like during Dress Rosa, I think, during the Q&A portions, where someone's like, so at this point, your villains, like, you know, in this case, Doflamingo, are getting ridiculously overpowered, right? And they're being honest about it, right? So how is it going to be the point where this main character is just the rubber man? How is he going to constantly fight them? 
And then Oda's just shut up and honestly, like, yeah, it is kind of weird, right? You wouldn't think that someone with a ridiculous power like Rubber could match it. It's just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you sly dog. Yep. And it's like, well, I said it's ridiculous. And there you go. Like, it's so ridiculous. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if Luffy were just to, like, at one point, like, pull, like, a, a Batman 1989 where Joker, like, pulls out, like, that 20-inch barrel, like, pistol from his pants just as a joke kind of thing. Or, yeah. like, you know, or, like a mask. Or like putting a Tommy gun out of your ass. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised if he just did that now. <laughs> just because, yeah. hey, it's fun. Although Luffy probably wouldn't get out a gun because he doesn't like guns, I don't think. Um, also, speaking of Chopper, now that we've gone 1,044 chapters later, mm-hmm. and we're finally getting new information about Luffy's Devil Fruit, I'm just going to run this back. I still think there's time for us now to reveal that Chopper does not have the base model Human Human Fruit, and that he actually has the model Sasquatch. Right, you're running now. There's hope because yeah. I'd given it up. I I thought we just kind of left it to the wind, but I mm-hmm. mean, if we're still, if we can get a gum gum like rewrite, come on, <laughs> like that's um, not a real human. My, I'm trying to think back when we fr- when we first see in the flashback of when Chopper first ate the human human fruit. Was he in the base form that we know him in now, or was he in that Sasquatch form? Uh, when he, was well, with he the first ate it, he was he was a reindeer. Oh, so, so wait, no, no, I know, I know. Originally, he was a reindeer, but when he ate the fruit and he made his first transformation, which form did he take when he was still with the reindeer? Oh, uh, I think it's his brain point. Okay, yeah, that was my that was my worry. Because like, what it is the... that he should have a half transformation and a full transformation, right? His yeah. full transformation is his heavy point. That's his human form. Yeah, it, it's not really very human looking. Yeah, when it should be, all of his fur should disappear. He should be completely human. In fact, he looks more like a Sasquatch. But hence yeah. the theory. Yeah. And then Brain Point is like, well, because Chopper's learning to be a doctor, so he's just constantly in that form. I can see that. Yeah, that's his hybrid. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of goes back into like, okay, so what exactly are Luffy's gear forms, right? Because we mentioned how Chopper has like the forms, and it's like a horizontal transformation sequence. And then Luffy is like, it's more vertical. It's a tiered. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's more escalated. But Gear 2 and Gear 3, you can still argue, are horizontal, actually, because <laughs> yeah. Gear 2 is speed and Gear 3 is power. Gear four is a combination of two and three. That's kind of like uh, Chopper's whole That's a clear form. step up. Yeah. Whereas if if Luffy were to have a Rumble Ball, for example, maybe he can stay in that gear four form longer. As well as gear fifth being a very clear step up. <laughs> yeah. So now that one's like actually Hulk form <laughs> in this case. But yeah, all the possibilities are, to me, very excited. At least in the action front, right? I'm still a little worried about the implications of the fruit. We'll have to wait for that. But in terms of like the actual action and the presentation... If this is right up my alley where I think it's colorful and fun. Well, colorful in the manga sense, anyway. Just very animated with eyeballs just drawn everywhere, like googly eyes everywhere. Yeah. Popeye arms. But yeah, everything looks right up my alley with an entertainment factor. But yeah, I'm hopeful for this to turn out actually very well. Even the cynics that I saw were like, when they saw this sequence, right? They, were, they saw that Luffy had just had a new form. Even they were going, okay, that's not the worst that I expected, so it's fine. I'm still thinking, like, I get why you guys are negative, but I'm also like, eh, it's, it could still be that. But I'm, I also think, I still have faith that it won't. Still have faith. But, yeah, but it's not written in the sand. It's not written in stone yet. Um, You actually mentioned it, too. Though, or, we're talking about 1044 in general, where it's like, yeah, Joy Boy obviously took the spotlight. But we yeah, also got I, f- I feel so bad for Hiori. She had a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> Completely yeah, overshadowed. We- I think we finally got the conclusion to uh, Orochi and uh, Hiori? Uh, yeah. Hiori, yeah, okay. Um, we finally got the conclusion to that where, like, the last couple few chapters, like, I think the two or three chapters, Orochi's been pinned underneath rubble, and Hiori's just been sitting there playing the instrument while he's, like, slowly suffering and dying, going, like, just get me out, get me out. And then she's, like, slowly revealing, like, no, I'm the daughter of Odin. The guy that you massacred the family, you guys ruined the life. He was the honorable man. You're a snake, right? You're a coward. And like she's just straight up like enjoying this. Like this is full Game of Thrones at this point. And Orochi's like, it's like, oh, oh redeem your family name. And then you know she had that great close-up where it's like your tongue, <laughs> hold your tongue, you miserable wretch. It was a great moment. And then he gets a uh, what's his name, a uh, Kanjuro rat. This, that that fiery ghost form of Conjuro re- reaching back to him, and immediately he drops like you know the the, the bargaining axe. He thinks he's saved, and immediately goes burn this bitch. Like she's been doing horrible shit to me. 
and then he just proceeds to burn him instead. <laughs> and it was, it was such a fitting way for him to go out. Oh, absolutely. And then she's just watching him burn. The dawn will come. The Kazuki clan always keeps its promises. I'm just like, that might as well just be that might as well just be a Lannister always pays, uh, always yeah. repays his debts. <laughs> that might as well be it. Totally. Or, even worse, the Lannister send their regards, right? That might as well be something like that. But, ho- and that almost confirms it to me that that's o- uh, the end of Orochi. If that's not him dying, then that's him suffering. But either way, that seems like the end of that storyline. But, yeah, that was the other half of this <laughs> chapter being great and amazing but yeah obviously the joy boy part took all the attention unfortunately um no update on zoro still zoro still been missing out of action since the frankie yeah, panel haven't seen getting him. him um sanji's all right he woke up he was being treated he sensed it um we haven't seen brooke and robin in a bit they uh oda keeps showing us uh momo and yamato i still think they might have a part in the finale of the fight itself. Yeah, Yamato hasn't really it. had their moment yet. Not quite. Like, they had a moment with each other, right? The commitment that, oh, we're going to do what we can, even if it means our lives, right? Yeah. But we're still waiting exactly, like, that build-up moment. Because they had, like, that stare-down at the last chapter, right? 1043. Like, all right, they made the commitment. Yamato was able to lift Momo up, and we're going to do, like, this last final defense. But now Joy Boy's awakened, and Luffy's in gear five. And now it's like, I wonder if they're going to come in for the assist in any way. Because I'm obviously still waiting for that reveal, right? Where Momo maybe probably does like this huge attack. And then out of the smoke, right, comes out his actual adult form. Because remember, he got <laughs> aged up. And then he'll look like the spinning image of Odin for everyone to look at. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm really waiting for that. That's been quite a while now. Absolutely. Um, And then the Marine fleet's still there. Like the very first page, right? The Marines are still being there. Um, Stopped by Zunisha. And then the pre-chapters, it looks like the brothers, uh, the Germa brothers are being experimented on now. Still don't know what those figures were in the in the background f- were in the last chapter. There's the theories that it's either the Blackbeard's crew or maybe Straw Hat's, the Straw Hat um, Alliance crew being there. Um, hmm. It feels like Blackbeard, but I also don't think Oda would put Blackbeard-like shenanigans as a pre-chapter adventure. I feel like that would be he in would the actual... He would allude to them, though. Maybe. he would. But I still don't think that, like, I think it's important, if it's important enough, we would see the Blackbeards in action, like, at the beginning or at the end of a chapter, not like a pre-chapter single panel, you know what I mean? Where it yeah. seems more comical or maybe building up to a side story. I don't feel like they ever, uh, they would ever build up something, like, incredibly serious. Like, I don't think they would have, like, a, like, a side story, like, for example, like, with Shanks, for example, right? Like, he's, like, planning on something. I don't think a pre-chapter story would like alluded that. It's more like that's side characters. Like what's what else is going on in the world right now? But either way, we don't know, and that's making me curious. So lots <laughs> to consider going on right now with one yeah, piece. Yeah, there's there's so much in this chapter. In the last few chapters, especially, have just been getting so intense. Mm-hmm. God damn. So I guess Oh, yes, yeah, so we talked about Smiles, which are most likely, we realize now, a reference oh, to Joy Boy, yeah. right? Yeah. So we came, we both came to the conclusion that, um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty damn sure we're not the only ones, but the possibility no that um, that the Smile Fruits were named not only because of the side effect, right, because of the failed products forcing people to smile and laugh, but it's like, oh, literally, you guys are trying to recreate the Nika model, you guys know about it somehow. And you are tr- literally trying to recreate it because you were trying to get that ridiculous power, right? To ignore the rule, the laws of physics and do whatever the hell you want. But unfortunately, whenever you kept creating these smile fruits, you got the worst parts, which was nonstop laughter. And you didn't get the actual ridiculous nature in it. So it's like, yeah, straight up. <laughs> Caesar Clown. I hate saying this, but yeah, Caesar Clown's an evil genius, unfortunately. <laughs> didn't quite get there. Didn't quite get there, though. God, I can't yeah, believe- it just raises a lot of questions about devil fruits, even more than than I had before. I think. Yeah. Uh, what were so? What were the the major zone fruits we've seen so far? Like there was the one in Arabasta, right? With the Pe- mythical Pell. Uh, oh, sorry, not mythical. Sorry. Um, the mythical ones I think are Kaido, Yamato, and now Luffy, right? Are and the- uh, Marco. Marco, and, yeah, the Phoenix. and Sengoku, who was also that's an interesting one because he was a Buddha, which is also another type of deity. So I wonder what's up with that fruit. 
Right. Right. We only saw for a little bit. Yeah, he was like a giant golden Buddha, right? Yeah. That's true. Another Hito Hito model. Yeah. So, yeah, cause they, but they said all Zoan models, not just mythical ones. They said all Zoans have minds of their own. Because that's why we did, also... I think they just said devil fruits. Oh, uh, did, all, no, they said zones, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I have the panel right here. All zone fruits have a will of their own. And the right, one, but and this I, one carries it can't be. I don't think it can be just zones. Yeah. So, yeah, this could like this could be a translation thing, but I don't think they would actually I just mean, we, put in Because we have the evidence of Ace's devil fruit seeming to have a lingering trace of him in it. Yeah. When Sabo ate it. When Sabo ate it right away, exactly. And that, yeah, um, not a zone. <laughs> yeah. But the all Zoan fruit still lines up as well because we were like thinking back to Arabasta where they're talking about the gun that was the dog, where it's like, no, this is the gun that was fed the fruit, and therefore it became the dog because it was a <laughs> the a Zoan dog. Yeah. So straight up, like, oh, that's why it has a mind of its own. So that lines up with that. And but yeah, like there's just so much going on. Did they ever say how many mythical Zoans are there? We've never been given a hard number. I think we've seen five or six now. Yeah. Okay, I, well, I, now, yeah, Luffy's is the newest, apparently. So now we've got Luffy's, you've got Kaido's, Marco's, uh, Sengoku's, and then and Yamato's. Yamato? Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think so. She's a spirit fox. Because um, I think I remember, I think it was at our boss, and they said there was like, only like six Zoan types originally. And it's like, that was a retcon. <laughs> they said there was there was only six flying devil fruits, I believe. And oh, specifically there's just so many more like devil fruits that let people fly. Yeah, that's also true too. It's like, eh, not everything is written in. Not every, not everything is going to be unretconned in any way. But yeah. So, anything else you want to bring up? Because holy shit, it's a lot. <laughs> but I think we covered it. I think the the largest portions have been covered, and I feel satisfied. Hmm. Yeah, again, like, this is one of our informal episodes, so we actually don't have like a whole notebook in front of us like we do right. for regular episodes. There's it's, clearly it's... way more here that I could talk about, but mm -hmm. yeah, this is literally this topic. is literally us brainstorming. <laughs> this is us just talking about it out loud and just getting our raw reactions because actually, with our last week's episode, right, we waited a couple of days before posting that one. This one's like I think one day we waited yeah. after the the scans became available because as a recording, this is still what two days before official releases. So, yeah, yeah. so this, this is much more of a raw reaction, a lot more stuttering, a lot more like, eh, uh, ooh, uh, I think this, oh my god. So, thank you for listening, by the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, so thanks uh, for tuning in and brainstorming with us. If you have any more discussion topics, hit us up at the, on the Discord, you know where to find us. Oh, absolutely. Once, uh, we're doing, I think me and Justin, I think you we were, we were both like, we didn't mention that a lot, but I think we're kind of agreeing on this, where it's like, we're not going to talk openly talk about the manga discussion until the official release. Yeah, but we're also gonna be like, we're we're not gonna wait along. Like once Sunday morning hits, we're all, we're going all in on holy shit our reactions. Um, but yeah, th thanks to the people who have been joining our Discord and joining in on all of our discussions and shit. Especially because I've been watching the Strong World movie at the same time. That's the crazy thing about this chapter too, by the way. Is I read the chapter, then I watched Strong World for the first time. We'll talk more about that in detail. Um, later on this week, yes, we will. but but after watching the movie and thinking about that for about half hour, I, then I thought about the chapter again, where I'm just like, wait, I gotta go back to this thing. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Not that the movie was bad; it was just that no, this chapter was heavy with possibilities for the future. Really fucking excited for what Oda can do now that Luffy has the power to deny the laws of physics and just go full Looney Tunes, full mask, full cartoon. Just pop in your uh, subscription to the Boomerang channel back in the old day where you just had all the 60s cartoons. Remember all the craziest scenes and just put that in one piece. I, I recommend it. to look forward to. Absolutely. Particularly Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry is always the classic on that. If not Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. Those two are the best ones. But hey, we'll see what Oda has in mind. All right. So what you heard just now was a discussion of 1044. That was recorded actually a week ago. And now we're back in the present. So now we can talk AKA about the brand. three seconds later from that recording. <laughs> yeah, for you, it was three seconds. For us, it was a whole <laughs> week. But for now, we get to talk about the brand new chapter of 1045 of One Piece. 
what was the chapter's name again? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't write the title down. I didn't write the title down. No, <laughs> this whole hey, let's, oh, uh, next level. Yeah. So this was this one was a ten forty five was like the start of like a new volume, right? Or was it a new volume or just a shonen cover? Because the the access to the yeah, TCP they, they got a color spread. Oh yeah, it's very week. fancy. Mm-hmm. It's nice, it's, very nice. Mm-hmm. So the TCP color scans, you have like a shonen jump cover, and then you have like a new cover on that. On top of that, like the Oda cover spread on t- after that. So, yeah, 1045 is definitely like the results, right? More of like what we saw initially with the the transformation into Joy Boy, right? And now this one, it's like, let's see in action. Let's see more of it. And this is where a lot of uh, some of the fears that we had were to come into play. If they were to happen, they were going to happen now. But luckily, <laughs> a lot of those fears are out the window because... I just I recommend it to you when you were reading the chapter. Uh, like, hey, just put on some Cuphead OST in the background, right? Get some old like twenties, <laughs> thirties jazz going in the background to set the mood, and it's absolutely, totally. absolutely fitting for this. I, I sincerely hope, and this is you know kind of more meta than about the chapter itself. Mm-hmm. That whenever we get to this in the anime, that I just hope they have someone that has some experience, and they try to do some rubber hose animation here, because I I think that's what Oda's going for, and I'd really mm-hmm. love to see it. Rubber hose animation, for those who don't know, is the very old classic, like, 40s animation where it's, like, very... It looks stiff, but it's also fluid at the exact same time. It's that... It's the illusion that there's a lot yeah, going on. When, when you see those old cartoons, that, that unique style of movement, you kind of... You know it when you see it, that that's a rubber hose animation. A simple but classic example would be uh, Mickey Mouse on the wheel for Steamboat Willie, where he's just whistling and guiding yeah. the ship. That's an example. It's not a strong example, obviously, but it's a very calm example of the old animation style. Um, also, this was also like one, like one of the most like sound effect driven chapters for me personally, because we're going like full cartoon, right, with the fighting. Yeah. So I'm imagining like the old Tom and Dre sound effects. So, like, a part <laughs> me where, too. Yeah, Tom, uh, where Luffy is like, there's a part where like Kaido is actually eating Luffy. And then he, Luffy is like bouncing around in his stomach. I'm imagining like the, the anvil sound effect over and over again as he's like punching inside. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm not too familiar with the like the Japanese sound effects, but that, that's what I was imagining in my head as well. Yeah, apologies for the the Western focus, the perspective on that. But I'm like, I'm just comparing it to what I got. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's what it's in reference to. That's what I would right. think too. Um, there's also a section where. After, like, Kaido, like, does, like, the point-blank, uh, like, blast breath on Luffy, and you think, like, oh, my God, he's totally dead. Oh, but dude. then he's actually just burnt alive, and he's just angry. And Jeez. then he's, like, running in middle of the air. That's, like, straight up the cartoon sound effect. That right? that part, actually, like, I had to double back on that. I was like, what just happened? Yeah, did he die? <laughs> he point literally blank? just took it to the face. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm so mad. How could you? That's the last draw. <laughs> he just starts and, and then and when he gets not, there's a point in this chapter. I know we're jumping around. Apologies, oh, but it's fine. You've all read it. We know you have. Yeah. When he gets knocked off of Onigashima by Kaido, and he just starts pedaling his feet and runs yeah. in the air, like he runs yeah. in the air back up and leaves a flame trail. I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on? <laughs> yep. That's when you have like the, the the cartoon running sound effects playing first, and then the next page where or the next panel where you see the fire trail. That's like the the rubber screeching against the um. The, like just the street as it's going on as he's going right back up there it's just again like this chapter more than anything has just been like um because obviously you're reading the manga so you have to envision all the sound effects and people voice acting but this one was like such like the easiest gift whereas like, if you've seen tom and jerry if you've seen looney tunes anything from the old cartoon days like the effects is, are just it's doubling natural. down i think also on the last chapter oda is doubling down on he's like no this shit's goofy Mm-hmm. It's goofy loopy. And the all the worries too of like uh I don't know, it's like there's a lot of worries I saw too leading up to this chapter where people were worried that this is gonna be the new meta where it's gonna be too goofy all the time. And it's like, no, you can see that in this chapter too, where sure, Oda's going full bonkers, but at he the just same wants time to show it off. Yeah, and there's a brief moment though where Luffy loses that Joy Boy Gear 5 because he's completely exhausted. You have to remember he basically died two chapters ago. And and then there's that moment, right, where he's like, I'm far from done, but then his hair, his form just goes back <laughs> to normal, and then his face is completely drawn down. But the funny thing, too, is that even though he's, like, completely exhausted, he's almost at death's door, Kaido is, too. 
and he's like he bends down to the knee because he's tired too but it's very clear that luffy's more exhausted than he is and kaido's even going like you know you should be proud of yourself like tales would be sung of this day of this war you guys try to fight Bruh. like you feel like a good kaido fight. got like skipped like a rope <laughs> he literally bro literally <laughs> like he was he was jumped as a rope he was used as a jump rope yep. in this chapter Luffy has a a new attack where it's like a gigante or like gigant where yeah, it's like do. gear three but for the entire body and then he just grabbed two ends of Kaido and just starts jump roping with him. Just just like just insult to injury because that's not even like a real attack other than like you know maybe to make him dizzy maybe or choke him out but it's also like you put his face point blank that's where he got hit by the blast breath. But um, yeah just the fact that it definitely does feel like two where this fight as well is coming to a conclusion because Kaido's on his last legs and even how the chapter ends as well, where Luffy delivers like this like propeller helicopter punch square in the face and you do another double take. Cause you're thinking like, is that a death blow? That looks like a fist through the back of his head. Dude, but, right? It looked like he punched through him, like a yeah. hole in his face. And then you see the next panel down, you just see Kaido's face, like, like imploded a little bit, kind of like Hades from the Hercules I think, movie. Yeah, he, he <laughs> turned him to rubber a little bit. But that's what I was wondering, too, though, because if that was the case, then wouldn't you see the back of Kaido's head in the shape of Luffy's that's fist? That's true, because on the back, it just looked like pure fist, right? Yeah, so, so like, I'm not sure if that no was... With no blood, nothing. No, yeah, so, and, <laughs> mm, and I wonder if that was a mistake or not because I was like, oh, maybe he meant that. But you look at the next panel, I was like, no, you still see Luffy's fist right there through his head again. Yeah, I agree. But, that was a it was a little confusing, like visually, oh, a little bit. Yeah, but again, like it's a brand new power. We're trying to understand the the rules, right, of this yeah. freedom of the new ability that Luffy has. Because in the last panel, we see Kaido. He looks like he's just you know knocked back down, but there's not a hole in his face or anything. He looks like he just took a a knockout blow, you know. Um. I really do feel like, though, we're coming up to the end of this fight because they keep emphasizing, right? Oda keeps emphasizing that these characters are, like, on their last legs. And Kaido is still putting up a really good fight. He's not been completely overpowered by Gear 5 because what I've noticed is that Luffy's gotten slower a little bit because he's just taking the blows because he has, like, this newfound defense. He's just taking these uh -huh. blows one after yeah, He's taking other. a lot of hits all of a sudden, right, since he get, went into Gear 5. Yeah. And because his only reaction now is that he has, like, a funny reaction to getting hit. Like, when he gets clubbed in the back of the head, but then the spikes are going through his head. But, like, and speaking his of his comedic reactions, how we feeling about uh, Tama, Nami, Chopper, Kid, and Law <laughs> all having the same reaction? Uh, cl clearly, the best reactions are Kid and Law because they're just doing their, their regular reactions. The but regular the eyeballs. With the eyes. <laughs> but Oda's just like, fuck, I'm giving them all the eyeballs. Fuck them. <laughs> um... I was actually asking you the other day, too, where I'm like, is this, like, another, like, passive ability where it's, like, if Gear 5 is interacting with other people, they will naturally have their own, you know, rubbery substance for the t time being? Or is that just, like, Oda doing a gag? And either or, I'm just Hard like, to eh. say. Hard to say. Either or. Either or. Because I know that whoever's Luffy is fighting, I, I think the argument can be made, because of what he did to Kaido as well, that people around him are being affected somewhat, right? Yeah. Because if you look at Kid and Law, it's like, those eyes do not match that expression Which, that would be whatsoever. pretty insane if his awakening can affect other people. It wouldn't be too, too, prof it wouldn't be too outlandish either, because from what we've seen last chapter, he literally lifts the floor, right? Like a rubbery substance and mm -hmm. flicks it like a tablecloth. Well, that's like, that's like normal awakening, right? Kind of. Because Dofi was turning stuff into strings, so that's kind of the same as Luffy turning stuff into rubber. But affecting yeah. other people, I think, is what is different from normal Awakening. Yeah. We don't and know enough it, about Awakening, really, you know, for me to even say. Exactly. And if we are overthinking it, then it's like, ah, whatever. It's just a funny little gag. Because right, we have, now exactly. have a compilation of new, wonderful reactions we can add to best faces. Oh, in man, piece. yeah. Those, <laughs> those like, faces from Kid, Law, Nami, and everyone. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> faces. Um... But yeah, so that's just the uh, the concern now where the fight's like entering its climax, hopefully, because if this does drag on for like another two months, and I'm just like, it kind of will stay its welcome a little bit, because I feel like this needs to be short and sweet. So two chapters right now, I feel like, okay, we're still good, we're still fresh. I'm thinking maybe one, two more chapters, and then we get our epilogue, like maybe Kaido's backstory, or maybe we'll get the Kaido backstory before the final yeah, blow. dang, dude, this does feel so final, but... It can't really be, right? Well, well, I, I'm thinking final for the fight itself, not for Wano, because 
the fight itself needs to conclude eventually, right? Because every yeah. all the officers are down for the count. Big Mom's down for the count. And the last two strong um, people left standing are the two emperors, Luffy and Kaido. And they're both, like, <laughs> exhausted and down and out. Um, Yamato and Momo are, like, watching from the side. We get their reaction faces, like, five times at least throughout this entire chapter. They're waiting for a moment to pitch in, right? They're waiting for a moment to be, you know, tagged in almost. So what I like to imagine is, like, you know, Luffy's more tired than Kaido. But maybe, like, for one last attack, maybe they're get involved somehow. Like, maybe he grabs Momo and throws him, like, a javelin or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, forcefully. Because there's a moment where, you know, you can say that, oh, they'll, they know. Maybe he'll uh, use Momo like, uh, he'll be a gigant, like this giant, and he'll ride him like a skateboard, but, like, through the sky, you know? Oh, my God, with a fire trail <laughs> behind him. Yeah, like, he's, be cool. like, he's riding him backwards, and the flame trail is, like, the jetpack, I guess, in a sense. So that's his propeller going forward. Uh, so just cool. flying forward. I can see it. I can see just, with how goofy everything has been, I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. But I do, even though I, I mentioned how like they show the reactions of Yamato and Momo so much in this, it's also a reminder that like cartoony like panels like this are normal for us as the readers if you're respecting this or if you've grown up with cartoons or both. But in the One Piece world, they don't have cartoons, <laughs> so Momo and Yamato are just looking at like these balloon form or like this jump yeah. rope sequence hey or... also he did balloon again gomu gomu no fusen it's been so yep. long since he used that move and that forced kaido to be blue and it worked <laughs> against kaido yeah that's hilarious actually that actually made me laugh anyone else that would have been a death blow like getting attacked from the inside like that like that's a death that's that should be like the final blow but that's right yeah, well, he seemed to stretch kaido. Like Kaido even made the comment, like, my body shouldn't be doing this. What the exactly. hell? <laughs> I forgot about that. Which and does for those... lead credence, like, yeah, Luffy, it's a weird awakening. It's weird. We'll just leave it mm-hmm. there. Exactly. But even he points it out, too, where, like, if, if you haven't caught up or haven't been following, like, discussions, that even Kaido is like, that awakening power shouldn't be for your type of fruit. That's more of, like, a Zoan transformation. And then they leave it at that before they go back to full you fighting, know, right? I've been thinking about this. Do we think the Zoan thing was necessary? What do you mean necessary? For, like, world building, or...? I, I think the same thing could have been accomplished still as a paramecia. Uh, so would, far, at least. If it was for paramecia, I think that would have opened a whole new can of worms where, like, every other person now who doesn't have a zone type can now have their own crazy awakening like this. So I think this is Oda, like, just trying to bring it back where it's like, no, the zone forms are still the crazy ones. Everything else, it's still dependent on the person using it. And then the zone types, especially like leaving, for this leaving mythical one. zones as the basic, basically the epitome of devil fruits, really. Mm-hmm. And it's still limited to like your own, like this one in particular, Luffy's. It's dependent on his own imagination. So I still think this is Oda still trying to go like, like yes, I understand this is ridiculous and and crazy and powerful. But then you just got like sugar. Just chilling mm-hmm. over there <laughs> with exactly. a normal paramecia. Like, all I gotta do is just tap what, you one What would her time. awakening look like? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's terrifying <laughs> to think about. <laughs> I have Sauron. Just any, yeah, like, she she could like, probably just, like, could she, if she could affect people, like, in the same way that Luffy's doing, imagine. Just, like, you're a toy now. No touch required. I wonder if it's even, like, scary powerful, where it's, like, it's not even people that react, but it's, like, I can touch, like, a historical monument, and I can erase culture from your memory. Or, like, history. <laughs> That'd be insane. Yeah, exactly. You like, guys don't know what silverware is anymore. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I touched you it. You gotta slurp it. your soup straight out of the bowl, you savages. <laughs> <laughs> she just touches the American flag. You have no idea what that, what the United States is. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what? insane. That'd be insane. Yeah, that's like a I'm... JoJo power at that point. Almost. That sounds like a stand ability. Mm-hmm. Loki uh, kind of is. If you know yeah. JoJo, you know what you know. Yeah. If you don't know, like me, then it's going, well, I know enough to know that it gets crazy powerful at times. Yeah, they have, like, it's a, it's like really weirdly specific powers, and that's, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the, the stick. Yeah, I get you, I get you. Um, I was thinking more like that power example of that awakening, because I feel like the next, the obvious answer would be like, oh, all she has to do is look at the person, right? Just a more powerful version, but I'm just like, that's kind of boring. It has to, you have to raise the stakes somehow, or make it more ridiculous in some way, and that version would be both. But yeah, so, but I think that's also why Oda want to keep it to Zoan, because yeah, because if it wasn't, if it was just Zoan, then obviously then people like Sugar, for example, will also be like, I can do more than what I can do right now, right? Where it's already ridiculous, or even like Eneru, right? Where it's like, I can summon lightning storms, 
but now I can awaken. I have been seeing it. comments saying that that might have also been like a paramecia that was a god, like a lightning god of some kind. Because one of the middle's might, moves was like example. the lightning god thing. Yeah, yeah that might possible. Be a example. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, crocodile men. Actually, no, his awakening. Wait, wasn't it? Isn't it implied he had awakening where he can control the weather? Or was that just part of his passive power? I Wait, really who? don't know. Enel? Crocodile. Or Eneru? Crocodile. Oh, uh, yeah, that kind of was implied. Same goes for Ace, who like made the snow stop when he arrived in Drum. Right. So, <laughs> a lot of other people's awakenings are just like, I can help control the weather locally. Because it's the Grand Line, you know? Every, the weather is very strange and crazy. Part of the mm-hmm. reason could be all these awakened fruit users running around, you know? Just whacking up the weather somehow. But yeah, this chapter, just so much fun to go through. Like, I like it. Through, I'm, I'm doubling down on what I said in 1044. I, I think this works really well for the series. Absolutely, it does. I still am iffy about Gear 4, Gear 3. Uh, Gear Three has its fun times and it has its limitations. Gear Five, Yo, you're already... never gonna see. We should probably never see Gear Three again at this point. It, it definitely reminded me of Super Saiyan Three in Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, look at this cool new form Goku has, where it's like big forehead, no eyebrows, but super long hair. But as soon as he gets that new form in Super, we never see Three ever again. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's that that's not gonna be new for me, but I don't mind either because Joy Boy Gear Five form is like, yeah, this fucking great he still reminds me of like a like an old uh greek god like some more than smaller ones maybe uh what was i thinking of like hermes i was thinking of someone like that because he has like like cloud forms in his hair or his eyebrows so it makes me think like he's like a messenger running through the like, that, the that would be hermes kind of the messenger yeah mm-hmm. so that's all i was kind of feeling like but he's more of like a mischievous kind of guy instead of like the messenger so who knows yeah. i don't know that much about hermes so i could be on the point or wrong who knows but that's my initial reaction on that. Um, hopefully the next chapter, we do see a quicker conclusion. Just because as much as I've been loving Wano, I do want to see a conclusion to this. And I feel like Yeah, now I'm wondering, like, at what point is Kaido's backstory going to be fit into this arc? Mm-hmm. And what point is Oda going to finally decide, let's leave Wano. <laughs> let's wrap the thing. Or, or is he going to save it? Is he going to... He might just... I don't know, you know? He could mm-hmm. save it and tie it in with rocks later on. Possibly. That could, a, that could be a maybe, but I feel like at this time people are still. Yeah, I like, mean, right, because we kind of expected like that we'd see rocks. Like, yeah. The opposite of that, right? We'd see rocks in Kaido's flashback. Yeah, and we got like a tiny glimpse with uh, Big Mom before she ate it from Kid and Law. We saw a tiny glimpse of her backstory, what she like looked like when she was in her like glory days. Right. You know, honestly. Now that you mentioned that, thank you, because you just reminded me of something. I feel mm-hmm. like Oda is deliberately avoiding showing us Kaido, picture. young Kaido. Mm-hmm. Like in that scene, it was literally like from Kaido's perspective, only yeah, exactly. showing Big Mom, and he he won't show us young Kaido for some reason. So he's really, and that also ties in now. Like we're like, man, when are we gonna get this? For some reason, he's pushing it, and maybe that's still something to be revealed here in Wano. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, could <laughs> Can you imagine if Kaido just like has another pop off and shits on Luffy again after his That's, flashback? I'm, what if I'm, Kaido I'm, powers up via flashback? I'm worried that would happen because that would just extend it even further. And this yeah. is like the peak, right? But it would. Oh god, I just realized something. Because you know how we we were comparing it's like, oh, this is almost like a Super Saiyan moment from Dragon Ball Z. If you go for a one to one comparison in that moment in Dragon Ball Z, Frieza, the enemy Goku fought after he transformed into Super Saiyan, also had one final transformation and that equaled it out true so it could be a possibility but again the way i see it they're both incredibly exhausted there's no like oh i have one final card up my sleeve actually i don't know because a couple of chapters ago it was almost implied that kaido was holding back like he was just starting to use like his like he was actually trying to use the same like tracking powers that like luffy was using earlier to like you know dodge attacks early on you know kind of like the foresight ability um, it was implied that he knew how to do that stuff the whole time, but wasn't just doing it because he was either drunk or just having fun, you know, holding back a little bit. So we could get that possibility. But again, at this point, when he's literally like falling to his knees, exhausted, and they're both panting, it te- that screams to me, no, they're at their limit. This is like the end here. I hope so. Is what I'll I hope say. so. For the sake of pacing, I hope so. Yeah, we need to stuff. get a move on. Wano yeah. is dope, but like. Man, ain't Elboff gonna be lit now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, I guess to wrap things up, um, 
hopefully, I would. The fight is incredibly fun. I I wouldn't mind if it lasted like a few more chapters longer. But if this ends up being like half a year of just this fight, I'm just like Oda, come on, I love you, but pacing, come on. <laughs> What's the, like you think the ideal amount of chapters left in Wano? In Wano as a whole, yeah, I would say twelve. If if the do you fight think they can wrap up everything in like twelve chapters from here? Uh, I would say, okay, so if, if it wraps up in, let's say it wraps, the fight itself is two more chapters, right? And then maybe we have another two, three chapters of Kaido's backstory, if we get that, right? Wait, how long are Oda's backstories usually? Like, like Big Bombs, how long was her backstory yeah, back at Hulk uh, I think it was about two chapters. Two chapters about? So maybe, well, because we have the Rocks Pirates involved too, so maybe Oda might make that a little longer, give us some foreshadowing, right, of other members to look out for. Um, Maybe three or four chapters. And then five, I'm hoping at least for an arc this long, you need like a, a post Wano mini arc of like 10, 20 chapters. So does it wrap things up, you know, and have the yeah. hats, you know, get out? Because hell, Marine Ford had a post, uh, Enius Lobby had a post arc. So we'll have to see about that. But I really see like 20, 25 chapters about that's that how range. I, that's how I feel too, which is about half a year, a little longer. Yeah. Maybe so, we'll probably be there the rest of this year for sure. Still in Wano. Yeah. Sorry, Wano as a whole. I hope the fight is like two. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully chapters. we're in like posts Wano, right? Yeah. And hopefully as well, the anime nails this part really down. I know the anime itself is like on hiatus because like some databases got hacked, I think. So Toei is like on hiatus right now with posting episodes. So they couldn't post their roof battle at the same time as the Joy Boy reveal, I think. Mm-hmm. But. Or did the roof battle happen? I don't know. In the anime, no, it stopped right before. Yeah, because it got delayed, right? It's, it's basically like one episode away, as far as I know. Yeah, and they have been hiatus because of those uh, databases being hacked, Hacking, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. But eventually, when the anime does catch up, I will look forward to both the rooftop battle and all these major Oh, yeah, roof because... pieces. Oh, man, that's going to be incredible. And it's so that's... soon, too. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see. I'm curious if they'll change the animation style again for Gear 5. Because you know how they change it a little mm. bit for Wano, you know, make, they make the outlines I, I'd darker. like it if it was only for him in Gear 5. You sorry, know? that's what I meant. Yeah, sorry, for Luffy. Yeah, for yeah, Gear 5. That's, I hope so. That'd be, that'd be great if it was like, yeah, like I, I said, w- like a rubber hose style maybe for him. Yeah, exactly. Like the thin outlines and just like the very bouncy rubber hose where he's just I'd, like I'd an idle it. animation. Oh, another example would just be, I made the reference to the Cuphead OST. Just look at their idle animations for the Cuphead characters. Where they're just standing yeah. around, like, just drinking the straw or, like, just bouncing around. That's Rubber Hose. That's an example of that. Sorry, that was like a really late example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but, 20 but, minutes later. Yeah, hey, listen, sometimes the, the Epiphany light bulbs are a little late. A little late. True that. Um, you think that's it for 1045? Nothing um... else to add? Is there anything like any more meta reveals or questions that this brought up? Not for audio discussion, I don't think so. Because a lot of it is just more like like look at the panels, like how create creative Oda's yeah. been. You know, kind of like the fanboy kind of stuff. We're just like, oh look how great. Yeah, I will, I'll add on again. So as I was repiecing, even Kaido mentioned that it's a weird awakening. So that mm-hmm. is worth noting. Yeah. So in world, everyone is just as confused as a lot of us are. Where it's just like, what's going on exactly? Yamato and Momo are watching, going, I don't know what the hell's going on. Momo is reinforcing, too, by the way, that, you know, Luffy's on death's door again because he's saying that his voice is fading away, right? So yeah. that's another reminder that this can't last. This fight itself can't last for more than more than five chapters. It can't. Did I'm you get, for- like, early One Piece vibes from this fight? Like, it felt like he was fighting Buggy again, almost. Uh, even Buggy wasn't this crazy. Like, Buggy himself <laughs> might have been. Yeah. But Luffy was well. Things were like just goofy. Things were pretty goofy in or- in Orange Town. Yeah, absolutely. That's why like I understand what you meant by that. But I'm saying this one is like no Oda's going full on cartoon, whereas Orange Town was oh it was this uh, was the One Piece goofy that we love and adore. This one's like now nah, we're taking it to a next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the scene of Luffy's head bashing through the ceiling, and then he like he vacuums his head back up like. <laughs> They <laughs> sucked back up through the hole. <laughs> like even the buggy fight didn't have stuff like that. Uh, so much fun. I do look forward to this, but for the sake of pacing, it should wrap up. Um, 
So this would, this would just be a regular episode, not a Patreon episode. We have to do our full closure. <laughs> um, right. where, where can they find you on Twitter, Justin, if they want to contact you about any questions about yeah, One Piece? Yeah, hit me up. Give me your opinions on this chapter and, and all your thoughts at Jitsu on Twitter, J-I-T-S-U. And how about you, Jacob? Were you able to discuss? Uh, they can find me at Jacob Miranda on Twitter. That's J-A-C-O-B-M-E-R-E-N-D-A, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, we also have a Discord, very active, where... Yeah, right now, so we're far, sharing... it's been real fun very active where we're they're sharing a lot of the the discount straw hat memes oh my fucking god a lot of them are new to me so i've been enjoying <laughs> it's so funny but i i think the one that caught me the most off guard was the arlong park scene that i hold so close to my heart was the discount straw <laughs> that one i had seen but that one still hits yeah exactly but yeah we're just sharing memes in between we're but by the time sunday kicks around or monday we're going full on like what the hell's going on um, you can also, uh, leave us a review if you can on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you can. Um, also, if you want to help us out to help us support us in our times of need, go to patreon.com slash OP to help support us in any way you can. We greatly appreciate this. Yes. And so next week we'll go back to our movie reviews after the move is done, after I'm settled in and that'll be strong world. Uh, we have. I've definitely watched it, got a lot of opinions, cannot wait to talk about that movie, lots to discuss. And the chapter discussions will continue to be mainly on Patreon for now. Exactly, yeah, Weekly. so we're, so our Patreon subscribers will return 1046 and on, unless, you know, something like this special happens again, we'll return to the Patreon um, chapter discussions after this. So, thank you guys for tuning in, appreciate it, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.